Hey guys, and welcome back to the Passionately Speaking podcast. It's your girl Ria, the self-proclaimed gerontologist who feels passionate about all things that affect the world and people in it. I haven't been around for a while, Roro and lockdown severely stopped my flow, but with all the reports of sexual assault and rape towards women coming forth via social media, I felt compelled to talk about it. Now, before them trolls come from my neck, I just want to let you guys know that this is not the only topic that I feel passionate about. This pandemic has given the world the much needed quiet time for such conversations to be front and centre on the timeline. But be rest assured that I have silently been making creative plans for these dialogues to take place. However, today you will have to deal with me or my Jack Jones talking about this topic. So, before I really get into the meat and bones of this conversation... I would like to start off by giving you all a description of what sexual assault is for educational purposes. As I genuinely believe that despite my listeners' genders, a lot of people do not really know what sexual assault really is or what it includes. So I took this description today from WebMD. And WebMD says, Sexual assault is any type of sexual activity or contact, including rape, that happens without your consent. Sexual assault can include non-contact activities such as someone flashing you which is exposing themselves to you or forcing you to look at sexual images. Sexual assault can include any type of sexual contact with someone who cannot consent such as someone who is underage as defined by laws, has an intellectual disability, is passed out such as from drugs or alcohol or unable to respond such as a form of sleeping. Any type of sexual contact with someone who does not consent, rape, attempted rape, sexual coercion, sexual contact with a child, fondling or unwanted touching above or under clothes. Sexual assault can also be verbal, visual or non-contact. It is anything that forces a person to join in unwanted sexual activities or attention. Other examples can include voyeurism or peeping when someone watches private sexual acts without consent exhibitionism when someone exposes himself or herself in public sexual harassment or threats forcing someone to pose for sexual pictures sending someone unwanted texts or texting sexual photos or messages unfortunately in all of my 31 years on this earth I have never crossed paths with a woman who has never been subjected to an experience like any of these listed. For myself, I have been subjected to such unsolicited, unwanted, unneeded experiences over my time. But when I think of this topic particularly, there's one experience that really stands out for me. And it happened many, many years ago. I think I must have been in my early 20s. Um... And I think I was, I was, I know I was on the bus, but I think I was coming back from the gym. So I wasn't particularly looking very fancy. You know, us girls, when we come from the gym, I think those times I had weave and leave out and the leave out must have even have been so puffed out at the top of my head. I was sweaty. I hadn't had a um, shower coming back from the gym. It was a Sunday um, and I was just coming home to shower um and I was sitting on quite an empty bus for a Sunday afternoon there was so much space on the bus and this man came and sat right next to me 
And I thought it was so weird that somebody would sit next to you when you were on a bus that is free, that has many a seats available, you know, and that person decided to sit right next to me. So I felt so completely weirded out by the situation that I just sat and faced forward. Um, I th It was definitely those times of where it is that you have music on your phone, you have videos on your phone. I think I must have been listening to music at the time. And I just chose to really, rather than confront the situation, to just allow, I was a few stops away from home and just allow the situation to play itself out. Um, and I don't know what told me to kind of glance to the right of me where the, the, the man was sitting. Um, but I glanced to the right of me and he had his phone out and his mobile phone was playing a video and I don't know what it was some kind of intuition something told me just have a look at what's going on so I looked over to the right of me and on his phone which he pulled quite close next to me was a porn scene and he was playing this porn scene on the bus no headphones and he was thrusting the phone closer to me while he was sitting next to me on the bus so that I could see the scene. And I was so disgusted, so scared. It was broad daylight, but I didn't ever think that this person was going to do anything good when they're thrusting a porn scene on their phone towards me. So I must have been about two stops away from my home. So I just was breathing so heavily, was internally shaking I turned my head and looked away from the gentleman um but I kind of just elbowed him as if to say I'm getting off the bus um and he moved and I got off the bus now he got off the bus at the same stop as I did and then I thought oh hell like I'm about to be in a predicament everything from every crime show that you've ever watched comes rushing to your brain and you are terrified and scared of what's going to happen to you so I remember that there was this gentleman that was at the bus stop so I stayed at the bus stop because the bus stop was opposite my road so I stayed at the bus stop I didn't move I just stayed there and this gentleman started to walk down my road unfortunately and I watched him walk down and I wasn't sure whether he thought that I was going to start walking in my direction I wasn't entirely sure but I just stayed at that bus stop until I could no longer see this man on my walk on my road I literally watched him go down the road as far as it was that he was a mere dot and then I started walking down my road now that was there was nothing that I would have done to make him feel that that was acceptable. I was a young woman sitting on a bus, minding my own business, coming back from the gym, but yet still I was subjected to a porn scene out of nowhere. Now, I really want people to think about what that experience does to a young woman. You know, everybody always thinks about sexual assault and, sec and rape being something so outlandish and so blatant that you know within that moment that it's sexual assault or you know that it's rape and that you can say no women every day are pushed into situations that don't always allow them to say no now i want to be clear because i am highly aware that sexual predators come in all genders and that sexual assault and rape can take place with any gender but there appears to be an allowance or justification for males, such as the phrase, boys will be boys. But men need to understand that a woman's body, no matter who they believe that woman is to them, 
does not belong to them. This means that you can sexually assault your girlfriend. You can sexually assault your wife. You can sexually assault your sister. You can sexually assault your friend. It doesn't matter what relationship you have built with another woman. If you interact inappropriately with a woman after she has deemed the act as something she doesn't want to happen to her, you have committed sexual assault or rape towards another woman. Now, the phrase, no means no, has been coined as a way for women to affirm their decisions in compromising situations. But just like I explained in my story, it at times can become difficult to say no for various different reasons. You can go into shock. You might not get the opportunity to actually say, whoa, what's happening here? Can you stop this? Things such as unsolicited dick pics or grabbing of the genitalia can happen so quickly that it often sends us into a, a state of shock. So it means that advocating for yourself in that moment is a mere afterthought. I know there's many women that are now listening to this have had a situation like this happen to them and within that moment have actually been unable to say, whoa, like, what are you doing? Can you stop? Don't do that to me. That's inappropriate. That's unacceptable. But this still is not consent. Just because somebody has not pulled you up on it afterwards, it doesn't mean that you are exempt from the rules. It's unacceptable behaviour and it's something that we should not be subjected to. As we're on an educational journey, I also did a search for the description of consent. And what came up was the words permission or agreement. So if someone does not give you the permission or does not agree to a certain act or thing happening to them, then you have not been given consent. Now, I find it hard to understand how this concept is so difficult because when it came down to GDPR, everybody was entirely clear that they had not agreed or given permission for their data to be used amongst companies as they felt exposed. However, in a situation when it pertains to a woman not wanting to give them what somebody believes they are entitled to, the idea around permission and agreement is, is so convoluted and so mixed up and so unsure and so unclear. I find it hard to really understand that concept why is it that with a woman is something that people are unsure about? Now, there are so many different solutions we can discuss that will help to solve this very serious matter. But I believe the solution, if there is one, lies in education and continuous open conversation. Some of the incidents that have come out describe men who have been surrounded by an array of people who may or may not have been aware of what was taking place. But what we do know is that they definitely had many opportunities to talk about their conduct with women and how distasteful it is within its smallest form. Another thing is how when not addressed can have detrimental effects on both sides as we have now seen as those men who have been called out 
have actually had particularly high platforms and are now going on to do different things with their lives and actually can have a massive effect on what they're going to do going forward. No matter who we are, we are all aware of what the right thing is to do. But over time, with cultural underpinnings and social ways of living, we have made excuses for foul treatment of women with no trigger. It is time that we start accepting that the voice and opinions of a woman are important and must never be cast aside. It is never just the job of a woman to educate a man on how to treat them. Men are extremely accountable for this and it is their duty to step in when they witness such ill treatment of another woman, ensuring that such behaviour never happens again. Now, I don't want anyone to be listening to this and thinking, you know, this is the only solution that she could come up with. However, you know, there's so many different things that need to be done really and truly to solve it. But when we're looking at solving it, we have to be mindful that, unfortunately, there will never be complete eradication of this issue. It will always be around. But I definitely would like people to be educated enough to know everything about the situation. So it means that when they're making their decisions, that they're considering the other person that's involved. So, I mean, I definitely know I'm going to have to come back to this conversation I just had to get these things off my chest because after seeing everything on social media, it really resonated with me. You know, it is a shame that the minute that it came to me, I thought of my own experiences, the one that I've given you, plus many more that have happened to me over my time. You know, the experience of conversations that I've had with my sister, with my mother, with my friends, even with neighbours, colleagues, all of these things. You know, everybody that I have come in contact with, like I said, has an experience on many other experiences just like these and I'm extremely tired of sitting around and knowing that we all have gone through the same thing it it, it really needs to stop um I don't know when it will but I know I'm hurt and tired by these things but I really want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast um I know it's been a while I'm trying to come back Um, I hope that when I come back, it's not a discussion like this that I'm having and also that I'm not on my own. So like I said, I've made plans for me to have many more discussions with other people about lots of topics that have come out through this pandemic. Um, So stay with me. I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to be back on form, but I'm going to be here. Um, So for any of you guys who don't know, welcome to the Passionately Speaking podcast. I'm your girl, Ria. Your self-proclaimed rantologist and I am signing out.